This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, the guys discuss the importance of professional development to a single person. Should you cancel your training session when just one person signs up? There's also a Google tip of the week and so much more up next on the EduTech Gal. You're listening to the EduTech Guys, edutechguys.com. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for checking out today's episode. Yeah, we're really excited. Another quick one. We're just uh, in the uh, secret headquarters, the uh, little clubhouse. That's right. For the lunch the session. That's right. The Edutech Guys Lunch Clubhouse. The Lunch Clubhouse. Oh, right. Pee Wee's Clubhouse. <laughs> 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 hey, thanks for listening to us. Remember, you can always catch us anywhere on the web. Just go out to Google, type in Edutech Guys. You're going to find us. You can also find us at Edutech Guys on Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. That's where we're. That's where we're hiding out. That is Instagram. That's right. Not just the headquarters. We're hiding out on the internet, on the internet. where everybody can find us, lurking behind the ones and zeros. We're, we're, we're not really good at hiding. Yeah. A big boy like me. That's not how this works. Gonna have a three hundred year old oak tree you know, yeah, behind right. me behind it. That's right. Yeah, that's not how any of this works. <laughs> hey, but yeah, please check us out and uh, let us know what you think of the show. Uh, we're actually kind of getting back in the swing of things here. Pretty soon, we're gonna have some guests on. We're looking forward to having guests here and uh, bringing on some people to help you um, help yours. So get your yeah. classrooms all situated and. Get ready to keep teaching in the 21st century, which, man, has been just a uh, boondoggle, hasn't it? It has, man. It's been, <laughs> it's been a little crazy. I tell you, the, the craziest thing is all the people involved with trying to figure out how to tell you how to teach. You know what I mean? You got all these different you know, federal-level folks. You got state-level folks. You probably got local-level folks. Everyone telling you how you should teach your class. But that, that's what they're there for. That's right. Without asking you at all. <laughs> but, you know, I have to say, luckily, but, we've learned quite a bit during this time. And, and not just in virtual learning in the classroom, but we've learned some really interesting stuff when it comes to providing our teachers with training. Yeah. And, you know, making sure they get some stuff. And 
I think that's what we're going to kind of get into today is some things you've run into, mm-hmm. um, you know, just the power of one, of just, you know, making sure you're doing it. And the cool part is that it's the net. It's going to be there, you know, until the giant solar flare knocks everything out. But, I mean, you know, so. <laughs> until then. Until then. We're rolling. It's going to be on the web until, you know, somebody hacks the web or whatever happens. Well, I, the, the the idea for today's topic kind of came to me um, as we've been getting back into uh, air quotes normal. Um, that is, you know, having having people actually at our training facility at the Education Service Center where I work. And um, it, it's been a weird transition. Uh, we have some... Uh, I don't know what you, what you call them, you know, out where you, you – know, those of you that are listening, we call them either professional development opportunities or workshops or whatever you want to call them, just PD in general. Um, but uh, it, it's, been, it's been really weird, especially over the summer, where, uh, you know, we'd offer some professional development and, like, you either get, you know, 90 people who are trying to sign up and we can only house, you know – 12 because of restrictions, or you get like one or two people to sign up. And as a matter of fact, again, this is kind of where this came up with for me, because that's part of what I do is uh, provide PD. And so I had a couple of sessions that, uh, frankly, I thought would would be pretty well received. Uh, and I had two people sign up. And I thought, I'm not... I'm sorry, it's just not worth the time and hassle for two, you know, to, to put this together for two folks. And so I, I would cancel those uh, or did cancel those. Uh, and I had another one where I did have five people and five is, is tends to be our kind of minimum at, at our organization. That's what the bosses say, hey, we need at least five uh, to make this, you know, cost effective and worthwhile, et cetera. So I had another workshop where uh, we I had one uh, there were five people signed up, but for various reasons, only one person was able to attend. And I was a little disappointed. I was like, man, I can't believe I'm doing this workshop for one person. But when that one person was in there, and I did the workshop just like I normally would. Granted, it ended a whole lot sooner. You know, when you do a workshop at one person versus a room full of people, you don't quite get the interaction that you get with 10 people. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe. But, um, but I just want to say at the end of that, though, uh, he said, not only did I want this training, he said, but I needed it. He said, this is exactly what I was looking for. And he said, he said, I was so afraid it was going to get canceled. He said, because I knew there was going to be, there was already a low number registered. And he said, I was afraid it was going to get canceled. And he said, but I really needed this in order to kickstart uh, what he was going to do for his school year. Uh, it was just as a sidebar. Uh, it was about um, uh, Google Drive and Google Classroom and organization and and, and different tips and tricks of things you can do in Google. It's one of the workshops that Jeff and I present when we get, when we do our, our conference presentations. Uh, and then it was slightly modified. And he said, I, this is exactly what I needed. I am so glad that you decided to do this. And that made me stop and think, you know, how many times have we canceled something because, you know, we didn't, quote, think it was worth our while or, you know, just, hey, there's just one person or and it turns out, you know, that one person, this is exactly what they needed. And ha- if they weren't getting it from you, they were either going to have to attempt to learn it through, you know, YouTube videos and forum searches or, heaven forbid, learn it on Reddit. Um, <laughs> but here, you know, they get it from you. They get exactly what they need. And it turned out to be such a wonderful workshop because because it was one-on-one he could ask me exactly what he wanted to ask me. We could cover it right then. We got it squared away. 
when he left there, in fact, he already had a lot of the lessons and, and at least the, the skeletons for the lessons that he was wanting to do. They were already laid out and ready to go. He says, matter of fact, I'm leaving here. He said, I'm going straight back to the school where all my materials are. He said, I'm going to ready. He said, I'm just going to rock this thing. It was awesome. Well, that's, you know, it's like being at the right place at the right time. You know, sometimes we forget, well, I can wait to do this later. It's, it's like me and mowing the yard is what it's like. Well, no, I, <laughs> I put off mowing the yard as long as I can. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that's really kind of it is, you know, don't second guess yourself. And that, that should come to the classroom too. I mean, don't, right. well, I could, I think most of the kids have this. Well, but there's that one that's going to need it. And so that means everyone didn't get what they needed. And so you need to make sure that you're on top of that and you're you're handling it pretty, you know, securely. Securely. Is that the word I'm looking for? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you're you're handling it. That's <laughs> that's interesting. You know, that's happened to us a lot. We've actually been at a conference where we had a low number and we thought, well, we're not gonna do this. Well, <clears throat> in the long run, it turned out well. The people that did attend got exactly out of it what they needed to. Um, I think that helps us prepare for workshops too, because I think Sometimes we forget that when you're teaching, it should be teaching like one-on-one. -on -one. It mm -hmm. shouldn't be teaching to a group. Because sometimes we do make decisions when we're putting together, say, a workshop or a lesson. We make decisions thinking that the group is going to be like this mm -hmm. instead of, you know, uh, teaching to the least common denominator. Is that, the, is that the best way to think of it? I mean, it's, it makes it sound kind of, you know, but you know what I mean? I mean, teaching to, okay, yeah, well, think about the old days. You know, I remember teaching workshops in the late 90s on, you know, Windows. And you would have, okay, so now we're going to use the mouse and we're going to create a new folder on the desktop. Now we want to grab that folder and move it around. How many people would shuffle that folder trying to click that thing across the desktop? Or how many people would create 72 new folders? <laughs> but, but, you know, but. after we did that a few times, we realized, oh, wait, I'm going to have to go into this workshop, into mm -hmm. this lesson at the least you know, who's, who's got the, I, I, I can have five super geniuses in there, but I'm going to have some ultra beginners. So that's a big deal. And maybe, you know, the power of one is teaching to the power of one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and one, one of the things that I've kind of learned during the course of, of teaching workshops uh, is when you've got a group of folks, if you're open to this, and then I know not everybody's open to this, and I think this applies to the classroom as well. If you are open to it, uh, you're going to be teaching, no, no matter what you're teaching over the course of, of say, a class period, um, there's going to be part of that, most likely, that is semi-review for some of the students, mm -hmm. right? You're, you're, you're kind of reviewing what you went over, and then you're going to introduce some new material. Well, as you're getting to that point, and as you're kind of working through the review side of that, you might have some students, or in our, in our case, you might have some teachers who are still trying to play a little bit of catch-up. Well, if while you are in the process of building it to the new material, there are other folks in the in the classroom, in the workshop, who can lend a hand real quick and, and mm -hmm. even do, you know, do that peer training kind of thing and say, hey, yeah. hey, I've got this. Let me help you real quick. It takes just a second. They're not missing out because they already know that piece as you're building to the new content. It helps the other folks get caught up. It hopefully anyway, helps them not feel singled out or, you know, where you got to stop the entire show in order for the help this one person, you know, you get folks who can kind of help each other. And I don't know um, if, if, I don't know who else does this, but for me, one of the best ways I learn something is to teach something. 
So I often, you know, and, and frankly, it just kind of strengthens what I think I knew. And so I think the same thing happens with our students. You know, you get the students to help other students. That reinforces their learning. They're turning around. They're teaching it to a student who wasn't quite sure. Now that student has learned from another student. At the same time, you as the facilitator of this learning get to keep on going where you're going. And hopefully everybody, you know, kind of catches up. And um, by the same token, you may be covering some new material. Some of, some of the folks grab it right away. So they're like, oh, yeah, okay, I got this, I got this. Again, you have some folks that are kind of like, wait, what just happened? Those folks that understand it and get it, they can turn around, they can help. Again, without you necessarily having to stop the class to take care of that. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a major shift in the way I present anyway, and, and I would think that it could be a major shift in the way uh, a lot of teachers lead their classrooms. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I, I like the way you wrap that into the power of one is that how important it is to have those kids that get it and those those teachers in workshops that get it who become that extra hand, that that one power, that power to send over and say, great, you can help these folks get it because maybe the way I'm presenting it isn't the one that's getting across. And that really kind of reinforces the idea that we forget that, you know, everyone has their individual superpower whatever it may be. I mean, you know, mine's flames, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, <laughs> okay, it's flame kiss burgers, but we're not going to talk about that right now. That's what it really is. You, you don't have to tell the whole story. <laughs> Anything cooked over an open flame. Okay, that's what it is. That's my superpower. That is his superpower and his, his Achilles heel. That is also his weakness. It's everything, yeah. It's my kryptonite and my superpower. Exactly. Yeah, flame kissed, anything. But no, seriously, uh, you know, it really is true. You're we're, we're, We sometimes forget that every person has that one specific role that they're doing in any entity or any group that is met at that time, um, we we sometimes over we overlook that, mm-hmm. and I think this is a a prime example of you know doing something because you know it's the thing you need to do, yeah. and and that's uh but yeah the power of one pretty yeah. pretty much brings it into play, and you, and you also and you never know when that one thing you taught that one person that that person you know ends up going and they teach it to you know someone else and someone else and you know, kind of get into that, what do they call the, the like butterfly effect? Yeah. You know, you just yeah. don't realize that by you showing this one thing to this one person that you weren't going to even bother with. And now all of a sudden there's 50 people out there that know how to do that, who didn't know how to do that before that you have no idea. Right. And it all started with you. Oh, look at there. Yeah. Like edutech guys. I feel like there's a Karen Carpenter song in there. I just don't know it <laughs> off the top of my head, you know? Yes. So... Arkansas, one is the loneliest. No, that doesn't fit. <laughs> no, that's but not it. Had to get that in there somewhere. That's right. Hey, you know what we haven't done in a while is uh, you know that, that actual edutech tip of the week. Yes. Um, so uh, you got one for us today? So uh, this is not necessarily a tip, but this is definitely something to think about. So as it turns out, I guess today or this week, I don't know what the exact uh, uh, scenario is, but Google turns 23. So Google itself as an entity is 23 years old. Now, that's not necessarily my, where I'm going with this. That's not necessarily the tip of the week or what have you. What I find interesting is there's a site called googlegraveyard.com. And the Google Graveyard is a list of, and not just a list, but it shows you all of the different products that Google has killed 
over their course of the 23 years. <laughs> it is a fascinating history of looking back, and, and, and especially those of us that were using some of those tools, you go, oh, I forgot all about that tool. Or am I, huh. I forgot they even killed that off. Or, huh, it's look, just, it's, the it's, Google bread slicer. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Right. Yeah, that's right. Never knew that existed. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. It, it was, it's, it's very cool. I was actually looking for something else, <laughs> and this Google graveyard thing came up, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So yeah, googlegraveyard.com. That's pretty interesting. And it makes you wonder, it would be great to look at the site. I really wasn't looking at the site. There is no Google bread. But there could have been a Google bread slicer. You never know. So, But um, it would be interesting to see which ones they killed off because they purchased or acquired, mm-hmm. you know, and brought into the, under the, sure. their, you know, ABC, sure. uh, you know, domain. It's funny. We don't hear about ABC anymore, talking about Google. Yeah. I mean, that is the overall company. Yeah. The, what are they called? Alphabet. Yeah. Alphabet. I wonder where that main office is. Yeah, I don't know. Mars. Mars. <laughs> We're all just trying to get there. We're all, they, that's what was really in that Tesla that they launched on. That's right. It was, a, it was a dude in that car. That's right. That's right. That, that, that wasn't a dummy in the car. That, that was, wasn't that a was dummy. A, that was the CEO of Alphabet heading to Mars. <laughs> oh, no, it was going to take him, what was it, like four years or something like that? Hey, well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, it's a quick one, but we wanted to get that out there so you yeah. had a little something to think about. As we move into one more week of, you know, extended pandemic, uh, yada, yada, yada. I don't even know what to call it anymore. I mean, <laughs> I at this point, know. I just wake up every every morning and go, hey, here we go again. Let's see what's going to happen. Let's, that's time. it. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, well, listen, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. Hey, we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the EduTech Guys. EduTechGuys.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You You can can do do it it all, all, but but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.